That one was Fletcher Pillen with his track One More. And right now, Aaron and I are joined in the studio by Fletcher himself. Welcome. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Stoked no, to be here. No problem at all. Now, just quickly, the name pronunciation is Fletcher <laughs> Pillen. Pillen, yeah, yeah. I, I think all through primary school, you know, you get merit awards and stuff. And I've been there for years and you still have teachers Fletcher Pylon and, and my I had two cousins at, at my school and uh, my brother and sister and I and um, yeah it's, so, or it's only sort of recently getting figured out but my girlfriend knows that I hate Pylon and tells it to me all the time on purpose but well, this is really funny for us because, <laughs> because we're only we're only recently figuring this out ourselves that's fine yeah and for so long on the show we'd be going Fletcher Pile and Fletcher Pile oh well, that's all good one, I appreciate it one day we were like we just should actually fact check this one and check the pronunciation and we realised the whole time we've been doing it wrong oh so it's all good apologies for that. having a name like Eamon I should be the first one to check <laughs> <his> pronunciations <laughs> because I've I, I actually life. did double take when you told me like Eamon I was like Hayden no, I am swear he said Eamon and then I was like oh, okay sweet I got that there's sure. an E there but you yeah, just yeah, forget yeah. about it um, <laughs> now this isn't the first time you've been into Coast FM not the first time you've played here as no. well now do tell us about the first time you came and played in at Coast FM yeah well the first uh, first time I ever played on radio was, was here with Nick Kelly uh, on Project U when I was 11 um, and I written a song called Invisible Barrier uh, which was sort of about overcoming your fears and your challenges. Uh, what and, fears um, and challenges do you have? At 11 year old? Yeah. Well, maybe playing live on radio. <laughs> well, that was one of them yeah. for sure. No, I think, um, I don't know. I, I th- Even from when I sort of first started playing music, I always thought that it was a good idea to have something to say. And um, whether or not I knew what I was talking about when I was 11. Uh, you know, maybe looking back on it now, I was I was wiser then than I am now. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean. Back then, uh, you, you kind of have that lack of innovation and that kind of thing. That and, mm. and, and a worldview as well when you're younger. It's very simple and also sure. very optimistic that you could you could benefit from returning back to now. I'm sure. Well, yeah, I think I think it's very like it's very easy to to develop, as you said, filters that sort of change the way you perceive things and uh, whether you intend for those to to exist or not they're kind of difficult to look past sometimes but um yeah no i i i still try and do that in my music and and have something to say and uh i think maybe doing that at a young age set a precedence to to continue that and um you know from from playing here when i was young it's that was really one of the first experiences that got me super psyched on music and and wanted to keep doing it and you know i still am so didn't that work (laughs) Whoa, cheers (laughs) And something else that you did at quite a young age was Australia's Got Talent. Yeah. We have to bring it up. I mean, we can't not. We're just so curious. And we'll get to some of the behind the scenes goss a little bit later on. But first off, I want to talk about your audition. Yeah, sure. It was very heartfelt. Obviously, it was three months after Younger Brother had yeah, passed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, one, it's impressive to write such a beautiful song like that at such thank a young you. age you were what 14 at the time yeah thank you and then too just the courage and bravery to perform it I mean what was going through your mind what emotions were you feeling during that audition oh um, well I, I appreciate the, the kindness firstly um, yeah I, I wrote that song just it took me a while after losing Banj my brother and um, you know it was very very clear to me that there was something I wanted to do to sort of write a song and and since then I've written lots more but that was the first one of sort of getting over that that thing of like you know writing the song for him and um 
and then I, I, I'd seen Australia's Got Talent come up and I'd written the song and I thought well, I'd really just love to like go on and, and play that that I'd written for him and, and honour him and um, pay tribute to his life and, and you know the way he lived uh, so walking walking on that stage and playing that in the audition um, yeah I think a lot of people said do you get nervous or whatever and that was uh, I don't tend to get nervous uh, but that moment it was so, it was sort of like a very um, it was really important to me that I that I did a good job and tried to you know honor my brother so it, it felt it felt like a heavy sort of moment um and then and then i i sort of almost started crying in it and and well that was one thing i sort of didn't want to do in it uh in that performance and and then when the crowd sort of and, and the judges responded nicely it was a bit of a weight off and um but also, I, I I like to think of myself as a really spiritual person, and I still talk to my brother as if he's here, and and especially in that moment, I felt him with me, and um, just made me feel proud to to have grown up alongside him, and and I was glad that I, you know, got to do that for him. Like I said, you did a beautiful job. Thank you. Like really well done. An amazing gesture by any means, and I do imagine being a musician and an artist part of grieving would be expressing yourself through your artistry. Oh, and for I sure. I imagine that that definitely would have really helped with that process absolutely yeah i um i think music has has been such an incredible thing for me but you know personally but also um when it comes to my brother to keep that sense of connection with him as well you know every gig that i play i um there's a few songs especially where i um i I don't tend to play infinite child the song i did on the show every gig because it's you know really kind of difficult to get through but i have other songs where i you know definitely mention him and and play songs uh as there's one song especially hoochie coochie man which was a muddy water song that um he was learning drums at the time and wanted to play with me at his sort of end of term concert and and we never got to do that together and then i played it to him in the hospital when he was about to about to go and so you know we play that with my band every gig and and so in that way you know i i still get to hang out with my brother and um you know feel like he's with me and still around and he certainly is it's it's beautiful thank you on a on a lighter note and still with the the australia's got talent when you first walked onto that stage Mm. could you could you have imagined that you would go on to then win oh no not at all i i didn't do the show for that reason and and even you know in the grand final i was kind of like well from the from the first moment of you know playing that song uh, that i'd written about my brother i'd i'd achieved everything that i wanted to out of the show and it was kind of things just kept happening and um you know it eventuated the way it did and i'm so incredibly grateful for it but it was never never an intention or an expectation or, or anything like that and um yeah i i just feel really really honored that uh people connected to my music and my story and my brother and yeah i assume you probably would have taken more out of the journey of being on a show like that as opposed to winning it like what what was going on behind the scenes and like what mm. were you like learning from people like there were, you know the judges do they interact with you much or yeah the judges I, I've heard of, you know of other shows that um, the judges sort of aren't that involved but I you know some of them I 
some of them still follow me on Instagram and talk. <laughs> like Sophie Monk messages my mum, which is crazy. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, no, the ja- <laughs> I got to meet Jack Black. That was pretty sick. Oh, wow. Um, School of Rock is a bit of a wow. bit of a personal favorite. But um, is he is he as cool as he seems? I it was it was super briefed, admittedly, but um, he was backing me to win because it was it was a live show. And I think he must have thought that it was that it had cut away, and I, and I I saw this when I rewatched it after like it was on, um, you know, one of the other secondary channels a few days later, and I rewatched the whole show, and, and he said, oh, it's it's got to be Fletcher, doesn't it? I'm like, yes, Jack Black wanted me, <laughs> so uh, that was pretty cool. But um, yeah, I I think all of the crew of the show were just incredible, and the other other uh, contestants were really um really beautiful people, and um. Yeah, it was it was just a really kind of whirlwind experience that you know start to finish packed a lot of emotion, um, and especially especially the the sort of moment where I where they said that I'd won it was um, it, it was crazy. Not many moments in my life have have I felt so many sort of varying emotions at one yeah. one point because obviously it was packed with that sort of. Um, sadness and 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 you know rawness of of my brother and trying to tribute him and um, all of that, but at the same time a really beautiful thing to have people uh, believe in me and be there with my family and you uh, sort of celebratory as well. So I I can't I can't imagine that um, that I'll have many more moments like that in my life. It was pretty pretty unbelievable pretty unique i'd yeah. imagine yeah. yeah now um after the after the uh, the australia's got talent experience mm-hmm. how did it go in terms of your career pathway was there a kind of pressure to continue in a certain way or for you to become a certain type of artist or or how did that kind of work out for you and figuring out where your next direction yeah would, for sure that's be? actually that's a great question um well i got signed to sony after after the show and um, I think they sort of expected me to do the sort of TV show thing, which is, you know, release sort of m- real commercial singles. Nothing, not there's anything wrong with that, but very sort of down the middle, like what you'd expect. Um, and I just said, you know, I want to be my own person and my own artist. And I never went onto the show for the purpose of like, this is going to give me a career. So I wasn't going to handle myself afterwards in that way either. Um, as much as music is what I want to do, but I wanted to do it uh, in my way and not and not just be a face, uh, you know. That's uh, super commendable at such a young age too, because I mean to have that kind of knowabouts about you and be like, no, that's not really what I want to do, or that's not my takeaway from this. I mean, it's incredibly mature of you. So many people yeah, would have just you. seen the money, seen the fame, seen the like the lights out there, and just be like, yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, and, you, and you couldn't even blame him for that, but no. you know, obviously, you know, there's a, a very deep and clear passion there. Thank you. Was it hard to? How did you go about then, kind of resisting that pressure or telling Sony that that wasn't quite the direction you were looking to go in? Yeah, I mean, I I kind of just said I really want to make music that I'm incredibly proud of, and um, I'm not sure when that's when that's going to be. And I ended up the first. Uh, song that I released was a five and a half minute sort of electric um, sort of blues influenced Jeff Buckley stylish 
um, thing called, that I wrote called Water, which is not really the Sony vibe. And, no, not um, very commercial radio. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So I, Once you hit the five, well, three and a half minute mark, it's yeah. like, oh, you got a bit far here. Yeah, yeah, well... And that that song was really important to me, and um, I'm not I'm not with Sony anymore. And which you know I they they have their thing, I have mine, and that's that's cool. Um, but yeah, I I released an EP earlier uh, in the in the year, and um, I was really proud of that EP. And uh, since I've done a couple of tours since since Australia's Got Talent, and a, and a trip over to the, the states to do some songwriting and. Um, we got another tour coming up in January with my band that I'm playing with now. It's still me solo, but with a band. And um, yeah, I just feel like right now I'm really on the path that I want to be on, which is, and I just finished school last week. So that's a bit of a yeah, bonus. Congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah. Cheers. I definitely remember what that felt like. Yeah. It was, it yeah. was, it was really good. Maybe not up there with uh, winning. <laughs> but yeah, that, that weight off your shoulders must feel fantastic. Yeah, it's it's brilliant. I um. I've really enjoyed the last couple of years at school. To be honest, I, I wasn't sure that I was going to be around there for a long time, but um, I think it's been really good for me to just um, just take some time to allow my music to to grow naturally rather than you know super intense, and, and I'm fully fully in a place for that now. So mm, I think you've taken a really good approach to it too. You haven't rushed anything. You've got, you have you said you're taking your time. You've allowed it to kind of be its own thing. You yeah, haven't tried to push it in any sort of direction. Um, and kind of going on with playing your band or playing your solo set, yeah. I mean, what are the differences for you? Is it like, just to talk me through it. Yeah, well, I I started playing with the band about a year ago um, and just, just drums and bass, but... Um, it's 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 a really different experience like to have people on stage with me that I am sort of connected with and and we're working together to to deliver a show rather than just being on on stage by myself I mean the solo shows is definitely more um leans itself to to play well my style anyway uh real acoustic sort of singer songwritery folk driven stuff um and then with the band i get to play sort of the blues rock side of me which um which is a huge part of what i love you know to do which uh with the band set it just allows me to do both you know we i still play a couple of songs by myself and then we have the have our big electric jams as well which um yeah, I'm, it's it's definitely a lot more fun. Scratches both itches. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I imagine also it would be kind of motivating as well to have other musicians um, around there. For sure, yeah. Around well, you, kind of like pushing for the same thing. Absolutely. Well, it changes the way I songwrite as well. You know, like instead of writing a song to hear just vocals and guitar, or maybe if I bring my harmonica into it or whatever, rather than you know how is this going to work with the drums and the bass and and the different parts. Do, do you often find too if you say you perform a song that you've kind of written like part of your solo career then you mm. play with a band do you find you're trying to do everything and you've kind of like just out of habit because like when you record I assume it's just you recording all the sections or does your band record as well well actually the last EP we um, some of the songs that I've written that we now play as a band I had written by myself but envisioned the band and then when I okay. finally got it it was kind of a lot of figuring out workshopping of how you know how to express what i what i heard and them and then bringing that and and i just love playing with the guys indian grace they're they're uh, really incredible musicians and um 
Yeah. It's okay. Because the reason I asked was we had Winterbourne in a couple of months ago. Yeah. And they said when they perform live, they're trying to do everything as if they mm-hmm. did in the recording. Like yeah. they're just used to trying to be as big and loud as they can from their busking days. Yeah. yeah. And then they, oh, they got a whole band behind them. Like yeah. they don't need to do all that throughout a live show. So I was just curious if you had a sort of similar experience. But speaking of your band, where did you find them? Um, well, my drummer was. Um, I did School Spectacular actually a couple of years ago, which was, uh, you know, r- actually a really, really fantastic experience. Got to play at Kudos Bank Arena, which was wow, sick. Wow. And, um, and my drummer was playing with another band, uh, two other guys that I'm actually really close with as well. And um, they sort of drifted apart as, as a band. And um, I said, I'd, you know, I'd love to have you come and play music with me and um and then we were looking for a bass player and he one of his good friends was a bass player and um she jumped on board as well so you know it's it's it definitely makes the dynamic really great when um when we're really close friends as well so yeah mm, super lucky definitely help um you mentioned a, a bit of touring that you've done recently one of those or it was all part of the same tour as far as i'm aware it was kind of like a regional tour that you did recently tell us a bit about that how'd that go yeah i did uh we've with the band we've been doing some some shows all around the place um you know we played out at mudgee and katoomba and um some up north as well like uh coss harbour and port macquarie and, and and some towns like that as well a few sydney shows which is which has been super super fun um and we got we got another one coming up in in january uh which will be which will be really kind of three weeks of full on like playing all the time, yeah. uh, which I'm which I'm super stoked for, and we're sort of playing um, one just before that over at over at a Voca Pub, Voca Beach Hotel on the 30th of November, and um, yeah, it's to be honest, touring w- with the guys as well, it's uh, it becomes an experience, and you get to explore and and sort of enjoy the not just seeing new places but the whole like making making those memories and 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 experiencing that from for myself the first time um in a band situation as well um and some towns we've never been to and yeah it's it's just um i think it's a really really special thing and i'm super grateful that um pubs are having us and people are coming to see us and um, yeah, yeah, because it must be really cool to know, especially when you're heading out to places like Katoomba yeah. and things like that, that you've got fans out there that are still coming in to see you. Yeah, like, you for know, sure. Outside of the urban metro areas, or outside of just simply where you live, it's yeah, it's 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 awesome. And um, some of those, uh, you know, the more unexpected ones end up being really sick because a lot of these places don't actually get a lot of you know shows that when you when you do go there that. Um, they appreciate it. So, do you worry about that if you say you go into Munji or Katoomba? You're like, oh, no one's gonna know who I am. Like, does that concern you? Or like, you know what? If they don't know me, they'll know me by the end. Like, oh, I, I'd be lying if I said no. But you know, at the same time, like you just said, um, I think we've got a good show to give. You know, no matter who knows us, and like, yeah, you know, hopefully by the end of it, people are people are all for it, which is which has happened in a few spots as well. You know, not many people. There'll be a, there'll be a crowd, but not specifically for us. And by the end, there's like people up dancing and stuff, which is which is super fun. That's epic. Um, you have released your thoughts EP recently. Mm-hmm. It was a day before your 18th birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, was that a uh, was that a happy birthday to me kind of thing, or was it a, co- a coincidence or just kind of happy timing? I oh, I think it was partly. I just wanted it to be before I turned 18. 
Because I was <laughs> like, did it when that was like when it was ready. No, I, um, <laughs> yeah. So it was, I think, well, I, we played the release show at the Evoca Pub as well that we're returning to on the 30th of November. Um, on my on my actual birthday and I, some people said to me you know why would you want to play a show on your birthday i said that i love doing music and having friends and family and people who like my music there and having a good time with us that's my idea of a good night so um yeah i i just thought thought it'd be a nice way to make my make my journey into adulthood yeah. and um not that it has been so far what i would have expected but um you know i think i I think I was preparing for it in a way like you know this is the last thing that I'm going to do before I turn 18 and you know live the rest of my life so into the next chapter yeah yeah um yeah and that chapter as well it actually probably included it before you're 18 but specifically um your musicians making a difference yeah um tell us a bit about what's going on with those guys and, and what your role is there. for sure so uh mad or musicians making a difference they're a they're a charity that i've been an ambassador for 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 a number of years uh, and got involved with them when i was young and um started out here in gosford but uh have really really a national reach now and, and international as well like um, there's this program that uh, they've been doing with the um, with Universal Music. It takes it takes young kids that um, you know might have had difficult lives and, and hardship, and, and this is what Mad's all about as well. Is is really um, giving people a space to 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 find themselves, um, but also you know also find a positive way to to express that as well uh, and, and gives them a family and and this program with Universal Music is is releasing a campaign uh, on on the 6th of December which is called Mad Day uh, and so the sort of online presence of it is is all about sharing a song that that's really made a difference to you and and um, acknowledge music's healing power and I'm super grateful that this year I've I've been able to to sing on on the song that they're going to release on the day as well um and yeah so if you if you're looking for something to share on on the 6th of 6th of december uh mad day a song that's inspired you and uh, i think it's just really a celebration for for what music can do for for our young young youth yeah if the 6th of december is a monday i'm not sure if it is Yes, but either way, closer to that, we'll be talking about that on the show as well. Yeah, we'll so definitely good, give good that a shout. Good incentives for us to start having to think about what song has um, has made a difference and influenced us. Maybe that can Actually, be our Monday must. I think so. For that I week. So, so yeah, you'll definitely be hearing more about that, but we did we did want to get Fletcher's take. on it. It's a Friday, isn't yeah, it? Friday? Yeah, yeah. I was like, as soon as he said Monday, I was like, oh, I swear I didn't get the day wrong. <laughs> uh, no, it's a Friday. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll just have three days to think about it. We'll plug it Wicked. on Monday. Love it. Yeah. Um. So speaking of playing music, why don't you play us a song for us now? You said Absolutely. You're going to play us a new unreleased song. I mean, yeah. another exclusive for the Homebrew Boys. Well, I've been doing a lot of writing recently and, um, you know, I've... I've played the hell out of the ones that were on my thoughts ep earlier and if you want to have a listen to them it's out so i'll, I'll play something new beautiful yeah cheers so what are you going to play for us uh i'm going to play a song called hold on to me um which is a bit of i guess you can read into it however you want but uh i guess it's to do with myself and and my sister and my girlfriend and, and people close to me that sometimes in life you can feel like you're sort of holding holding the world on your shoulders and and dealing with a lot of things at once and um 
you know I've had a few moments like that in my life and uh, it's just about being either being there for someone else uh, and and there's a few situations like that that I've been through recently with my grand grandfather getting a bit unwell and um, and you know whatnot that sometimes you just need someone to say you know just one thing at a time and and it's all good and uh, yeah all right well beautiful so all right thank you Fletcher when you are ready cheers take it away Turn it off, shut down Surrender to the moment Now breathe in, breathe out Heavy like an ocean If you try and hold the world Upon your shoulders You'll break like the rest of us do So is it cold out there? A lonely owl Do you stand back And wish that The noise would Quieten Can you see this plan To cross your eyes Cause if you're gonna fall again Hold on to me Hold on to me Burn it up Let go Step into that doorway, hear the rain as it falls Gravity pulls always if you try and hold the world upon your shoulders you break like the rest of us do So is it cold out there? A lonely owl Distant back Can wish that The noise would Quieten Can you see this plan That cross your eyes Cause if you're gonna fall again Hold on to me Hold on to me Swallow That cork down it's okay to just stop now Every breath a bit lighter Lighter, lighter oh, Is it cold out there? Lonely out Do you stand back? Can wish that Gonna fall again. Hold on to me, hold on to me. Yeah. If you're gonna fall again, hold on to me, hold on to me. Yeah. Fletcher, thank you. Cheers. Thank you so much. Hold on to me was the title yeah. of that one, unreleased. So that's an exclusive for you, isn't yeah. it? Yes, uh, gorgeous stuff there Thank from you, Fletcher. Um, is that one going to form a part of? Uh, I know thoughts was only recent, mm-hmm. but is uh, is this working towards a bigger 
body of work or is it a single that we can just expect to hear soon? Well, yeah, I, I mean, this year, well, next year, 2020, um, I, I finished school and it's like, boom, next year. <laughs> yeah, no, it's I, creeping up. Yeah, I um, the plan is fully... I've got a, I've got another song that's sort of... Uh, I think you might be playing playing next that's out on Unearthed, but it'll be coming out more... We of will a, be, forgetting where. Yeah, cheers. Uh, might be coming out more of a single soon. Um but uh, yeah, so next year the plan is really just to to have the songs that I want to be for the want to have for the next body of work, and um, this is this is one of the ones that's floating around. Uh, I've written a heap of stuff that is sort of, um, you know, at the end of the day, it's it's just about deciding yeah. which which stuff you want to put out. But um, a lot of it's going to be uh, more in the vein of um, you know the band rock stuff. But definitely, I'm I'm looking to do s- s- some stuff like this as well, and. Um, you know, if anyone listens, got some production ideas. I'm, I'm <laughs> <laughs> it's unrecorded yet, so I'm open to it. You know, so um, no, yeah, uh, that's that's the plan anyway. Love it. So Fletcher Pillen is with us in the studio. If you have just tuned in, uh, you missed a cracking uh, conversation beforehand as well. Uh, quick recap, sort of. You were on Australia's Got Talent, but before that, you're on The Voice Kids. Yeah. How was that experience? That was crazy. I. How, how old were you then? I was uh, 12 then, so I hadn't been... Si- I, I'd been singing since I was eight, but I sort of started writing songs and playing guitar and busking when I was 11, um, so it was, it was not long into that uh, that I did that did that when I was 12. And um, that was. I think that was a really good learning experience for me, to be honest. Like... To go into Australia's Got Talent, having having done that, I, I had been around the television vibe before, and it and it's definitely not what it appears to be. Um, In what way? Uh, I th- the voice more than more than Australia's Got Talent. Australia's Got Talent was pretty chill, to be fair, but um, it's 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 less natural, and like they definitely try and set you up with questions and stuff to. Um, you know, say certain things and get um, a certain response. Get a certain response exactly. So I, I, I was very aware of you know what was going on there, and um, I, I met some incredible people in that experience, and um, I'm still really, really good friends, close friends with with quite a few of them that w- I did that experience with, and um, you know, still play music together and still hang out, and um, which is cool because it really gave me a network of of like-minded people from from a younger age that have um supported each other through everyone pursuing their own music interests through their teenage years so Do the madden brothers check in on you every now and then ah <laughs> uh, that was that was maybe one of the things that isn't what it looks like um <laughs> but um yeah in short no yeah. but uh you know i had some some really nice connections with the people in Australia who's got talent so that's all good you never know one day you might just get a message from good Charlotte on their reunion <laughs> tour being like hey do you want to come over to the States and support yeah. us over there so if he's a listening <laughs> hit me that, up <laughs> good Charlotte are definitely listening yeah. I, can, yeah. I can uh, promise you that yeah. for sure yeah, we broadcast out to about 7 billion people at once <laughs> they're regular <laughs> yeah. but one, one sorry one trend that we have found from people who've gone on those type of talent shows being The Voice mm. Australia's Got Talent when they release music under like uh, afterwards they changed their name like we've had Celia Pavey became Vera Blue yeah and then we had Coasty I forget his name uh, how bad of me he was on The Voice too. the same year Ellie Drennan won it he was Nathan Nathan, Nathan Horse yeah, yes yeah, yeah. he went oh, I forget his name too Kesma Kesma yeah. see thank, thank you. you so much you, you should just <laughs> come in and be a producer there's only a finite on. amount of musos on the coast <laughs> and I tend to know them, yeah. Yeah. yeah so anyway so they've changed their names yeah, yeah, yeah. following those comp, you know those talent shows mm. were you tempted to do something similar 
It's interesting. Uh, not so- for a solo reason. Playing with a band, I've considered it because, um, you know, it is it is obviously playing as a band. Um, but I think part of why I want to play music is because I feel like me as a person, you know, I have something to say lyrically more than making stuff that just sounds good. Um, and so I want, it, maybe in a selfish way, partly, I want that to be mine and I want I want what I want to have to say, you know, belonging to me. Uh, and keeping my name allows me to still play solo and with the band, which is cool. Um, but yeah. Why do you think they changed the name? Is it because I don't want that association? Yeah, I think that's part of it. I think t- TV shows have a certain stigma around them uh, and an image and a perception that um, is maybe sometimes difficult to escape from. Yeah. Um, for me, I, I've i treated that from, from the point of view of just being grateful for what came along with the show and but still being committed to building my um, music and, and image the way I want it to be now. And, and I don't think I, you know, I went on Australia's Got Talent and played originals and songs that I'd written, a song that I wrote for my brother. So it's not, that's that's not something that I want to escape and change. Mm. You know, I'm really proud of that. And, um, uh, you know, being associated with that doesn't, doesn't phase me in the slightest. So, yeah, maybe I was young and I sounded you know more feminine than i do now but that's that's part of life and that's part of my journey and anyone that um doesn't want to listen to my music because of it that's fine and people people that do then you say feminine it was a very deep 14 year old voice that i heard oh (laughs) it's been a while since i listened to a bag it's probably just like you know compared to now but um yeah i uh yeah i'm super grateful for the show and and it's not something that i'm uh looking to get away from i'm just you know always trying to do my own thing now yep. and, and acknowledge where I've been so it's incredibly insightful stuff and whatever you are doing you're doing very well you're Thank doing you. it right because it's worked so well for you so far cheers that does just about wrap us up uh but thank you so so much for coming thanks in. so much for fascinating and awesome to hear of your journey and what's come next uh we can only wish you the very very best everything else to come from here of which I'm sure there will be a lot I really appreciate that now one of which is the Evoca Pub gig yes oh. yes we, we'll give that and Sick you will be hearing way. it <laughs> we'll also be we'll, we'll touch on it again later in the show uh, during the gig guide and uh, thank you up until the gig itself uh, but 30th of November mm. at Evoca Pub Evoca Beach Hotel that's yeah uh, that's where I released the Thor TP it was an unreal night and um, you know playing gigs on the coast is it's super rewarding because I see people that I know and familiar and um, yeah, I just I love only having to drive twenty minutes to play a gig. <laughs> yeah, something on a mudgy. Yeah, oh. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely something we need a lot more of on the coast as well. So it's great to see yeah. that local support out there and Cheers. happening. So you, dear listener, also should go out there and support your local artists. There is so much of it on the coast, and we want more of this stuff happening. Thirty November at Avoca Pub, Fletcher Pillen not violent never ever get that wrong again uh, uh, thank you so much for joining us this song uh, we're about to go out on now it's Forgetting Where um, good. tell thank us a little you. bit about that one yeah I um, I got the same well go went past tense now just finished um, 
to the same school that my parents went to, which is crazy. They've been on the coast forever. Um, what school was that? Quickly? Terrigal High School. Okay. Uh, and so, th- you know, their photos are in the wall, like on the uh-huh. walls in, <laughs> in different sporting teams and stuff that they had. And, um, and I said to them, you know, um, what was it like? And they said, seriously, like coming back into the school, they said it, uh, it doesn't look different, um, which it's been given a little bit of a makeover recently but when i wrote the song i I just imagined myself sort of sitting in a classroom that looked exactly the same at at you know 16 17 year old virgins of my parents and that was just tripping me out and and i was reading a philosophy book on time at the time (laughs) (laughs) um you know one of my favorite movies is interstellar and i just really fascinated by by time and um so it's it's in short about time oh well there you go so awesome here it is for you now Forgetting Where by Fletcher Pillant thanks so much for joining us thanks so much for having me guys it's been an absolute treat stoked cheers